Boom! Bit of Aaron Jones there. Take me away. Great track. Uh, awesome, 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 awesome musician. Um, I love this guy. He's only fresh on the scene. Uh, pretty cool, but um, I just thought, yeah, it's always cool to lead in with a cool song. Uh, I always chuck a song up that I, I, you know, gets me cracking. And uh, I thought, you know, what a great way to lead into this uh, podcast that I'm about to do with uh, a young bloke named Brody. Uh, he's going to give us some insights on, um, yeah, how COVID's affected uh, him throughout his schooling and uh, how it's affected some of the other kids. And we're just going to, you know, have a brief chat and have a bit of a laugh as well. We're not going to keep it too uh, too hectic. Uh, I think it's good that we, you know, just uh, have a bit of fun on this show, you know. Why not? So, anyways, people, I hope you enjoy and, uh, yeah, I look forward to... Uh, Look forward to hearing what everyone's got to say. All right. Enjoy, people. Yeah. Hello, everyone. We're back. Number two. And uh, I've got a young bloke here, Brody. And uh, I thought it'd be a pretty good idea to speak to everyone today about, um, you know, what's going on with all the kids during COVID who are at school. So say good day to Brody, everyone. <laughs> Don't be excited, mate. Um, so anyway, um, funnily enough, I started recording before, but uh, and we had a really good lead in. But um, anyway, screwed that up as I'm good at. But um, anyway, we'll get back into it. So you were you were saying before I made you start over again, mate. Um, so you were saying how it's affected some of the kids, and you know, I mean, you were saying about what were you saying about your VCE? It's not. Um, um, so I'm I'm doing it. Our school calls it VSP, and I think the idea is for all the kids who get anxiety and stress and all that, they don't have to do the exams at the end of the year. They just have to worry about passing. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't get your ATAR at the end, but you still get a year twelve completion. So yeah. For me personally, I wasn't looking at going to university. Yeah. So it was perfect for me. You know, just in such a crap year as well with everything going on, not knowing who's going to school or when you're going to school. No, just made everything a bit easier this year. 100%. That's, um, that's something that they didn't have when I was at school. They had, um, you had your VCE and then you had VCAL and um, there was a very, very big difference. Yeah. And, um, you know, like for the kids who, you know, did VCAL, um, a lot of the kids I knew who did it, they, they said, you know, like I could have done – so much more and, you know, they felt like they wasted a bit of their time. But, you know, then a lot of people who wanted to do trades and stuff like that, they, they love the VCAL. So yeah. I think what you've done is a really good um, – it's a really – it's a good uh, good option to have, um, especially yeah. for the people who, you know, as yourself, who don't feel like they want to go to university but um, they want to dip their toes into different things and, um, yeah. yeah. So so what, what sort – have you – 
I mean, we've had little chats about stuff that you want to do, but I mean, look, mate, I'll be honest, I'm 31 years old and I'm still, uh, still don't know what the hell I want to do, mate. So yeah. don't, um, don't feel obliged to know what you want to do, but do you have any idea of what, what you're sort of looking to get into when you finish school? Look, honestly, I don't have a whole lot planned for the time being. Um, I'm just trying to save up a bit of cash. You know, it's at the point now where I'm, I'm 18, gone from a, a P plate, so I'm saving up a bit of money for some car or a car more than anything and yeah. all the expenses that come with that. So, Welcome, really welcome to being an now. adult, buddy. I know. Welcome, welcome to adult. Wait, one day. There's, there's no warning, just hits you. I know. Wait until you get your rego. That's the worst. Oh, I remember when God. I was 18 making bugger all money and you get that get, get that in the mail, you think you've saved up a bit of money and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that sucks. I'm but, just looking forward to the three-hour wait trying to get everything registered at the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DMV. What's, like, uh, what's Paddy and Selma are going to be there? Stamping, <laughs> stamping our, uh, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I tell you what, uh, I do a bit of work. Um, we uh, we do a bit of maintenance and stuff around the uh, the Vic roads, and every time we've been there, and since um, since we've been back at work for the landscaping, it's um, honestly, I've never seen so many people at a Vic roads. It's ridiculous, mm. and I see all these kids sitting there, and I sit there thinking, crikey, you know, like. How long is it going to take? Some of these kids are probably failing and they have to wait another six months to get their license, you know? Yeah. So well, that, that's tough. it. There's all the notifications up there now. Uh, they're still doing all the pre-bookings from the first lockdown. So, Oh, you're any, joking me. Anyone, yeah, any, anyone who couldn't get their license during then is doing this now. So you've got, what? you know, six months worth of people now trying to cram in all their license testing and... <sighs> Keeping That's, in mind um, the restrictions and all that, it's making it difficult for everyone. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, how do you how do you have a driving um, lesson when you got to be six feet away? Do you get a stretch? So, do you have to drive a limo? Yeah, you probably just both have to wear face masks and hazmat suits. Oh yeah, well, don't get me started. Um, so another question I was going to ask: Did you notice? Um, when you when you're at school and obviously all this stuff was going on, did you notice yeah. uh, a big difference in some of the kids, especially like as you were saying before about how you had, you know, some of these kids who were trying their best to try and be the, you know, the best in school. Did you see them yeah. suffer? Did you see them suffer really badly with the um the toll taking its toll on them, like the whole stress? Um. Look, I didn't get to see much of the like scores wise in relation to how everyone did, but you no, can no, tell not everyone, the scores, like like their yeah, stress. Everyone was, yeah, everyone was definitely drained yeah. by the end of the year. I think when we went back right at the very end of the year, you know, there were only four weeks left of school. Yeah, and so for the first two weeks, you were back, which is assessments. Yeah, and then the next two weeks was exam revision. So you know, going from you know, online learning or yeah. two weeks school holiday prior to that doing your online learning, suddenly going back to the two hardest weeks of the year. It's not, by a, the two it's not a forwards. very smart, um, not a very mm. smart way to, to lead um, back into such a stressful environment. I think, I think they could have done that a lot better to be honest. Um, oh, I'm, I'm the same here. There are so many things they could have done, but I think it's, 
I don't think it was necessarily up to the school. I think it's it was more government. driven by the, the government decisions yeah. and all that. Which, yeah, it's, you know. so, it's a very... It's very frustrating. You must. You've got to feel for the uh, for the you know the the school uh, principals and stuff who who get the curriculum out there. And you know they've probably. I know uh, a couple of uh, school teachers myself, and they said you know a lot of the time they um, a lot of the reports they were given back to the state government was like you know just call the year because it's it's just not economical. And um, but I think it was more. Um, because they have got to think about, you know, how are these kids getting looked after? How are they, you know, like that sort of stuff. There's so many variables, so it's very, uh, it's a tricky one. But um, yeah, I ho- I just hope that uh, it hasn't affected kids uh, too badly. Um, I know, yeah, I know uh, from. I think you were telling me a bit about it. Uh, I think uni scores, is that true? The uni scores have gone right down to get into specific classes in uni? Um, Not necessarily the scores, but there's a lot of courses that they've changed now that you don't actually need an ATAD to necessarily get into. Ah. It's based off of your exam results from either year 11 or year, I think, like your first term results or something. Oh, really? So... They're just making it a, a little bit easier for all the people who would have suffered during the COVID or yeah. you know, weren't given the same learning opportunities and that. So No, that's fair enough. And I, I, I think that's a it's a smart idea. I mean, uh yeah. once they get to uni, I yeah. mean they'll figure out whether or not they can do the work or not, I guess, won't they? That's it, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, ten thousand dollars in debt. They'll figure it out. Yeah, actually. well, you know, until they make a bit of money, they don't need to worry about that anyway. So they'll be right. You know, that's it. <laughs> um, what's debt anyway? It just gives you a reason to get up and go to work. Um, that's it. Yeah. So, so uh, you told me a bit prior to us jumping on. Um, you're back working, um, doing a bit of part time work. Um, tell us a bit about that. What have you been doing? Uh, so I'm just working, it's just a local cafe down by the harbour near us. Um, yep. used to work there a couple of years ago when the owner was generous enough to, when I reached out to him, give me a couple of shifts. So awesome. It, it's good just to, you know, after being an umpire and having that cancelled this year, yeah. you lost all that kind of money coming in for, yeah. you know, from March or April through to September. So yeah, it just gives you a bit of cash to go through and save up with. But, no, yeah. that's it. That's um, that's a really good point you make. Um, you know, there's been a lot of kids who, you know, especially the retail sector. You know, um, mm. you know, I don't know how many of the people at your school, but I remember when I was at school. You know, a lot of the kids worked in, um, you know, shops like your clothing shops or you know, just little little retail shops and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so. I'm tipping a lot of the kids who, like yourself, you know, the cafes, all that sort of stuff, you know, they all of a sudden, you know, these kids who had a bit of disposable income that, you know, would have made them happy to be able to go out and buy those things that, you know, they, you know, you save up for a couple of months and, you know, you, you can yeah. go and purchase something and, you know, you enjoy it, but that's all gone. So it's those little yeah. things that you don't think about, I, I think, um, that uh, definitely – definitely play a big um big part in people's mental health it's um yeah yeah well it's that it's that and the fact that you know everyone especially going into year 12 and being 18 and all that you start off you think you've got a steady plan for how the year's going to play out 
Yeah. And so, like, for me personally, you know, I had a, a set goal, assuming that with the, the umpiring going on, that I'd have a, a certain amount of money to put away each month, whether it be towards a car or something else. And, yeah. You know, not knowing when that's coming back or, you know, I, I was in an unfortunate position where I couldn't get job seeker or job keeper yeah. or anything. So it just meant that for, you know, seven months there was no income coming in on my end at all. So Yeah, yeah that's – um. Uh, what a, I mean that job keeper. It was um, it's a, it's such a good thing. But then you've seen some people getting that job keeper that um, you know they were making three hundred, four hundred bucks a week, and all of a sudden mm. they're getting fifteen hundred bucks a fortnight. <laughs> That's it. But, there um, were a couple of kids at school who only worked, you know, one Friday a week making ninety bucks, and they came out with like you said, fifteen hundred a fortnight. Yeah, uh, look out! It's just they're winning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty much taking advantage of the uh, of the system, I guess. But that, that's always well, you got to you got to explore ta- as well. Oh, well, it's not like it was illegal, so exactly they're doing it all by the book. But um, exactly. yeah, but it it does make a big difference for for people like yourself who who didn't get that those sort of that that bit of help and um mm. you know. But not only that, but I know for me. Uh, if I don't work, I feel like shit. I um I need to be doing yeah. something. I, I need to be uh, doing something that I feel like is productive. I, I need to be, you know, I need to, at the end of the day, look at something and think, okay, I've done something here. Um, it makes yeah. me feel good about myself. So I don't know about you. How, how do you go? Like once after, do you feel like uh, you get a lot out of work? Like you feel like you're... Um- Look, it's a bit hard to tell because working in hospitality, you know, you have the, the shit customers who come in and complain <laughs> about everything and you get the, yeah. the amazing customers who come in and they give, know give you money. jobs reasonably hard. And, yeah. But it's, it's yeah, there's definitely... There's it, always there's always some When you finish it. the end of the night and you're locking up and all that, you can just look back and be like, you know, I just worked a 10-hour shift, you know. Yeah finish the 10-hour shift, that's actually really enjoying. So. Yeah, not only that, but you know you're going to get paid and you're going to be able to, you know, have a bit of that's a, have a bit of fun and, you know, you can put a bit of that money away and you can, you know, save up for that car. It's like it's uh, it's taken away a lot of those, um, you know, those things that were taken away from you before. So it's sort of like you give, you've been taking the power back a bit, haven't you? Like you've been... Um, yeah, that's it. You've empowered yourself again, which... Um, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it, how quickly things have changed. Um, yeah. It's, just, it's amazing how everyone slipped into the same old habit now since we've been in. You know, it was strange. Yeah. We went to the plaza earlier today just to grab some lunch. Did you see people was, without masks? Oh, like Heaps of people. Eating, obviously, didn't have a mask. But oh. it's the fact that yeah, there's no, so eating. many people at the plaza. Well, it, doesn't, it feels like there's so many, but it's the same amount there was beforehand. <laughs> it's probably, it's it's probably that, less, yeah. But it's just yeah, we're well, not used it, to it. We're so not used to it that it was like it was genuinely daunting. Yeah. Like we were sitting there just kind of like. Bit of social you know, anxiety. Okay. Yeah, pretty well, yeah. Yeah, and that's a, that's a natural thing, mate, um, 100%. Um, I know I went there. When did I go? I went to the uh, local shopping centre, which is it's a pretty big one in, in um, Victoria here in Australia. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I was walking around and I was just like, there's a lot of people here. Mm. And um, when you, you know, for, for, it was a ghost town for a while there where I used to go shopping and go to get my groceries sometimes there if I was on the way home from work. And um, I'd walk in there and sometimes you could hear a pin drop and it was very weird. Um, but... Mm. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely when you go into um, when you go into a place where you spend so much time developing your psyche to to get used to that situation, and then all of a sudden it's like the flick of a switch and it's all back to normal again. Uh, yeah. It's it's not as easy as that, people. Um, and the ones who think it is, um, they're kidding themselves because it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. So uh, yeah. it's good to be aware of these things. Um, I know I am. Uh, nothing wrong with that, and there's nothing wrong with uh, letting people know that you you know you're a little bit weirded out by a situation because you know what's funny. A lot of these people are thinking it, but they just don't want to admit it. But um, that's it. Yeah. So, um, have you got any plans about doing a gap year or something, mate? Going to go overseas yeah. and see your brother and me sister, or what? Look, I did have plans for a gap year, but they kind of relied on money and, you know, not having money for seven months kind of put a dent in that plan. That's so, true. That's true. Um, yeah, look, look, it's... Uh, you're not going to you're not gonna go start an OnlyFans account, are you? <laughs> <laughs> look, I would if I was slightly more attractive, hey, but I feel like it wouldn't be worth the hassle. There's a, there's a place for everyone on OnlyFans from what I've heard, mate. <laughs> No, that's all no, right. It um, seems like they're trading yeah, but, of furs these days. Anyway, people seem – they all love it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I definitely want to go over to the UK. Um, mm. it, it'd be good, you know. I think everyone's been so stressed not being able to see, you know, especially with, you know, both your mum and mine as well being yeah. so stressed with not being able to see, yep. you know. And hearing, um, hearing all the reports about how shit it's getting over there too with the COVID, it's um, just going okay. back there, back in lockdown over in London. So big yeah. shout out to all our people in London. I know I um, I checked my analytics the other day about um, who listened to this podcast and, uh, yeah, funnily enough, 17% of the people that listened were from the old UK. So shout out, homies. Um yeah, so out, but at the same time, this is an in your face for all of you making fun of us when you cured the first wave. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. chucking it all back in, and for everyone in New South Wales as well. Yeah, bloody yeah. New South Wales. Pretty much every other place in Australia that have been able to do everything that we couldn't do in Pretty Victoria. Much, yeah. yeah. So anyway, there's a big, you know. Anyway, no, nah, I love you all, but anyway. Um, I wish I was in Queensland to be honest. How good have they oh. had it? They have not changed at all. Yeah, you know, when Perfect. I watched the grand final, I was so angry because I'm looking. I'm like, they're not six feet away. They haven't got a mask, and then I realised, yeah. and I'm like, they don't need it up there. Yeah, they're tough. True. They're tough. They don't. They don't buckle under COVID. They yeah, just. Where'd you stand on the grand final performances, by the way? Yeah, of course he brings that up. Um, yeah. So as a as a uh, very diehard Geelong football club supporter. Um, it was a really uh, great effort by us to get into the grand final, beating um, Collingwood. Um, yeah, it's always good to beat Collingwood. Uh, they're a shambles at the moment, um, and I yeah. hope um, I hope that uh, what's his name uh, Adam Trelaw does really well at the Western Bulldogs, and I hope he um, destroys every time he plays Collingwood. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it was good to see Geelong get, I mean, it was unexpected, but look, they are not unexpected. They played really well, but to be honest, when you've got a team like Richmond, um, yeah. so something, um, you know, I, I'm a great lover of Australian rules football. And um, as much as I hate to see my own team lose, uh, it's quite 
humbling to see um, a team such as Richmond. I've been lucky enough to see um, Brisbane Lions in their um, in their prime go through and uh, dominate uh, Geelong in their period there from 2007 all the way through to 2012. Um, and then um, now I've got Richmond. So it's – and seeing a player like Dustin Martin, you know, like it's um, it's pretty cool to see. So – but, uh, yeah, you're a North Melbourne supporter, so you'd be uh, real happy to hear that, you know, you're pretty much your best players come to Geelong. Sean Higgins, yeah, you know, or has he yet? I'm not sure. Has he got there? Yeah, we we got two Collingwood players. I haven't looked into it too much. You got you got Jaden. You got Jaden Stevenson. He's a very good player. I'm pretty sure. So to be fair, after being, I'm pretty sure we were so crap we couldn't even win the wooden spoon last season. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's that's a job for Carlton, mate. Oh, actually, I think yeah. uh, Melbourne won it this year, but uh, either way, yeah. either way, well, this no, year, no, this no, year no, was no, a wrong. Wasn't far off. I'll tell you that. Oh, I tell you what, but um, yeah, well, yeah, you have lost a few players, but that's interesting. Um, and uh, yeah. you were saying before about your umpiring too. You um, that's something that um, you know, I thought was. You know, that's something when I played footy, I played footy pretty much my whole youth, and um, you know, I never really, never really got to knew any of the umpires, I guess you could say. If anything, I probably abused a few of them because I didn't get my own way because I was a bit of a dickhead. But, you know, that's all right. Um, but, you know, that's that's something that I really love to hear, that, you know, these young young people out there, especially the girls as well, you know, getting involved. I think that's cool. I've, I've always been a big big uh, proponent of the girls getting involved in that sort of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so h- how did you go um, – did you miss it? Miss the footy? I know you're a goal umpire, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I'm. The, I'm the the most important goal. Um, most important yeah. umpire in the you know. The, no. You're the bloke. Um, I, you're the bloke. I would have put money in 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 his pocket at the start of the game to make sure if I snag a few close <laughs> ones that you would have called them goals. Look, I'm I'm the smartest type of umpire because I get paid pretty well the same as the others, and I just stand there waiting for the fucking <laughs> flag. So I mean, <laughs> no running for you. Yeah. Look, I got to run from post to post occasionally, but that's about it. Yeah. So I think ten meters is better than about five ten k. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's. Well, I can't say that I missed it. it it's definitely you know it was it a job. Been good to get out of the house during COVID more yeah. than anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, you, you miss the being able to catch up with like I think that was the thing during COVID. You know, with umpiring. Each week, you'd catch up with a new group of like five or six umpires. Yeah, you had that and social, like, the social aspect of it. Exactly, and even if you didn't know who it was, you know, you you talk for about five ten minutes, and you're pretty well best buds after that for the yeah. rest of the match. Yeah, that's um, it. So you know, I think that if footy was running during COVID, you know, it would have made things a hell of a lot easier for players and for definitely. All that, Tell you what, there's a lot of um, a lot of yeah. I mean, I feel so, especially a lot of kids out there, you know, um, missing out on their local footy, their local. I mean, I've seen a few kids uh, driving home tonight from work, um, seen a few kids uh, padding up to play practice cricket. Um, mm. Obviously, they're still able to do cricket. I'm not too sure. I'll be honest. I don't know. Uh, but I've just seen I'm them. I'm pretty I'm, sure it's if it's. Under 18s, they can, but anything uh, above that, yeah. the time being, they can't. Yeah, and I'm sure they're not allowed to spit on the ball and 
stuff like that. That's probably not too COVID safe. You you're probably gonna you don't want an umpire sitting there with uh with a with a sanitizer every time you bloody bowl the ball. That'd be a bit weird, but. Um, That's all right. It just means they can't bring the sandpaper out either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sandpaper gate two point Look out! Uh, yeah, that that'd be funny. Um, so, one thing I, I did want to. So you only turned eighteen. You turned eighteen during COVID, actually. Um, and and that's something I, I wanted to touch on because I know on my eighteenth, um, my eighteenth was a great night. I um. I was really lucky enough, um, you know, I had a had a big dinner and, you know, me and all my mates at the time were, um, you know, all there pretty much like we were, we were at me dinner and with my family and all that. And to be honest, I was sort of like, hurry up, you know, I want, to, want the dinner over so we can go out and have a few beers and, um, you know, go out for the first time and stuff. And, you know, like I was thinking about that the other day, um, you know, with you, you've turned 18 and... You know, you haven't really been able to experience that. Um, you know, that sort of coming out and becoming that adult and going, going and have a bit of fun and you know, going to the nightclubs or doing whatever it is you do. And you know, so how's that? And you've got a couple of older brothers too. And um, you know, I'm sure your older brother, especially Liam, like being in in the country, that makes it a bit easier. But I'm sure he would have wanted to um, definitely uh, take you out and. Put, give you a good night on the town. So, how, how did that make you feel? Was that hard? Was that hard for you? Not being able to, you know, get out there and have a crack and have a bit of fun. Yeah, look, it was a, it was an interesting birthday. I'll say that. Like, yeah. I've, I've never been the the kind of person to, you know, throw extravagant parties or anything myself. Yeah. Like I had one last year, but that's yeah. the only one I've really had. So it's, it, it was. It was very weird. It consisted pretty well of everyone Uber eating alcohol and <laughs> getting slightly drunk with my parents. Which yeah. was a that, that was an interesting experience. So yeah, better better to get drunk like, with your I, parents, I mate, than I no one. Spend the day with my middle brother, but he did Uber eat me some fireballs. Yeah, <laughs> so that's one thing. Well, it, shout out to Liam. Good on you, mate, for yeah. Uber eating some alcohol to your to your little bro on his eighteenth. Um, <laughs> well played, mate. Um, that's really good. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just I just remembered thinking about that, and I was like, you know what, that would have been um, that would have been pretty average, you know. But I mean, it seems yeah. like you've taken it pretty well. I think it's it sort of runs on the whole um, runs on the whole year, hasn't it? Like it's sort of like yeah. all yeah, twenty twenty shit. So we'll just run with it, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And you know, if we get some good out of it, we'll run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I think I think with me, I've eaten pretty well, you know, after the first lockdown. I was fine for the first lockdown, personally. Yeah, same, um, same. But by the by, about a month into the second lockdown, I just started to feel real crap and figured, you know, if we're going to be in lockdown, you may as well at least, you know, try to stay as positive as possible. So, yeah. you know, you, you look at a thing like you can't go out for your birthday party and get drunk with your friends. So, like I said, I had out the middle man and got drunk with my parents. So <laughs> Sometimes they're the, the best ones thing. to get drunk with, mate. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. just hope no you know, secrets like your adoption comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right with your adoption, mate. I don't think you're all adopted. <laughs> you're a spitting image of your brothers. So unless you're all adopted. 
All three of us are adopted. We're all adopted, just six years apart. Yeah. I know you would like to think that your mum and dad never had that fun time, but anyway. (laughs) This is a PG server. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll run. We'll run with the PG anyway. <laughs> we'll run with the PG. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that's good. So, so have you uh, now for everyone else out there? So you still um, getting into your music? You've been uh, playing. What what instruments you play, mate? Give us a give us a uh, bit of a lowdown on what you play. Uh, look, I'm not amazing at any one instrument. Like I, I can, I tend to sing more than anything, but half the time I get like five seconds into a song and it sounds like a cat strangling itself. Ah, don't sell yourself short. I've heard you sing, mate. <laughs> I think you can sing all right. I think you sing yeah, quite good, mate. It's, and it's uh, right. and what um, else do you do? Yeah, look, I do a, it's mainly piano is yeah. the other thing. Same yeah. thing. Like I'm not a concert piano player or anything, but. You know, I've, I've got what they call the ability to play by ear. So it means that if I can listen to a song, I can at least somewhat play the melody and the basic chords to it straight away pretty well. You're the sort of person you need at a party, you know, like play this That's song, it. play this song. Yeah, play, yeah all right, DJ's I got in the it. background. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I love music, mate. Like I, I can't yeah. play. I can't play music for shit. I'm useless yeah. at all instruments. If anything, I probably would break an instrument if I picked one up. But um, you know, like the last bloke I had on this uh, podcast was um, Christian, and he um, he feels like music was a really great um, outlet for him growing up. And um, I'm a strong believer in that. I think. Um, I think music is is brilliant, and um, yeah, yeah, I, I love I love hearing that you know people can use music as an outlet, whether it be just a hobby, as what you do, mate. You know, like just even just sitting down and playing a tune and singing a bit, and you know, yeah, I wish I had that in my house growing up because you know that would have been cool to sit down to dinner and then all of a sudden you know you're on the piano just having a belting out yeah. a song. That's great. I love that shit. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, um, a, it's a it's a good thing because it's music's one of the few things that's universal everywhere. That's exactly right. So you know right. you could you could hear like you listen to songs like Desposito, as annoying as yeah. it was, <laughs> like it was from a completely different part of the world, and it still and then smashed Justin it. Bieber somehow managed to make it relate to every English speaker. I'm a believer. So, I'm a believer. Exactly. That's it. But like it's it's a kind of thing you know. I feel like anyone pretty well. Like, I feel like everyone, at least, you know, sings in yeah. the shower or yeah, something yeah. like that, you know. Oh. They're feeling a bit crap, they chuck on a good song. Or 100%. Or they're feeling good, chuck on some ACDC and attempt to squeal. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I love, I love that shit. I, um, yeah. I'll, I'll do that sometimes on the way to work if I'm, uh, yeah. you know, a bit bit over it. I'll just chuck on some, some tune and just sit there and sing sing you know what was funny i was singing miley cyrus i don't know why just <laughs> miley she just got party in the usa no nah, it wasn't wasn't party in the usa uh which one was it um oh shit the one where one she the, the, the break the breakup song with liam hensworth that one sail away yeah, that one, Sail Away. Sail Away? Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it's catchy as fuck anyway. But <laughs> good one, Miley. Um, Liam, you know, shout out to you, mate, breaking up with her. You know, you can do better, you know. 
You're in Australia, well, mate. Aim high. You'll manage to get with the other Hemsworth. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, which one? Not not Chris. His missus is banging. Is, is, isn't there a third one? Like is Luke there? or something? Ah, uh, yeah, sure there is. Uh, he might, yeah, he'll go for it. hundred percent. He's got to get his rep yeah. up. Yeah. He's got to get the rep up. Um, the only way he's going to get noticed by the Marvel <laughs> community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might be. Uh, might be some crappy superhero that nobody's heard of. Anyway. Well, you know that both of them have had cameos in a Thor movie. Oh, of course they have. It probably was stipulated in Chris's contract. Like, <laughs> my brothers my, must participate. My in brothers. This movie. <laughs> my brothers need some work. They're, 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 they're struggling. Um, look, look, they've been screwed since home and away. We need whatever we can get. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to go back to Summer Bay. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a cracker. So so, yeah. you, so you're done for the year then? Is that Are you done for the year for school? Um, or are you, you got apart like... Apart from the graduation, yeah, as far as I'm aware, we're done. What do you... What do you how's graduation going to look this year? It's not by Zoom, is it? Nobody, nobody's got a clue, really. We've heard rumours that it's going to be at Marvel Stadium, but what? there's going to be no parents allowed to come in. Well, why would you get Marvel gonna... Stadium to frigging... That's, that's where it was last year. Christ almighty. It, it's a private Catholic school. They, they built a chapel out the front of the school. They can afford to do whatever they want. Yeah, I guess a Catholic church, you know. Yeah, but we are still waiting for a school. If, like, anyone from Achilles hearing this, we've been waiting for a pool for the last 25 years. That's <laughs> been promised every year. Yeah. Instead of instead of hiring out Marvel Stadium, where you're only going to use, like, 5% of the room, may as That's well it. buy a pool and hire out well, just well, your local hall down the street. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a massive block of land right at the back with just, like, this really dodgy fencing that leads onto the freeway. And you would have thought that they'd at least built a better fence in the meantime. Yeah. But they've just left it there. Why would you build a fence? So the kids are only going to climb it anyway. You know, that's their yeah. theory. <laughs> no, well, if you've seen the new school fences, they're, like, I they think, were built for a zombie apocalypse, those ones. Yeah, I, I, I have like, seen them. Are they the ones with the metal spikes and the... And the um, yeah, look, yeah I've seen them. Feet. Tall pretty well, and they've all got <laughs> black metal spikes ready to impale yeah, you. Yeah. And yeah, it does. It looks like something out of The Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Just a couple dead guys laying on the side of it. And <laughs> oh, it's crack up. So yeah. that's funny, mate. So, um, well, finishing up. So, what are your thoughts on 2020, mate? You don't have to go right on with it. Look, Just be honest. Thoughts on it's, 2020? It's been, a, it, it's been a shit year, but in all honesty, I've completely forgotten what life was like before this, so I can't imagine it any other way. <laughs> so Living in the like, moment. I've, I've forgotten to talk to human beings, so oh. apart from looking like a normal person on Zoom, I've got nothing, so I couldn't imagine it any other way. Yeah, well... We got to sort that out, mate. We'll um, we need it. We need to. We need to uh, introduce you back into society. And uh, that's all right. The pubs are open. Yeah, we'll well, there yeah. a couple of times. We might. I might have to. Uh, we might have to meet up and have a counter meal, mate. And uh, it sounds good. We'll uh, we'll have to. Um, yeah, I'll send you up to buy beers for the first time legally at the pub. I've already- I've bought alcohol like five times now. I've only been asked once for an ID. So, ah, oh, crossed. That's well. <laughs> that's a letdown, isn't it? You know. Yeah. God. 
I love these masks be because fair, I get ice for ID now every now and then. That's funny. Yeah, to be fair, though, I was wearing my dirty beard and just with the mask over, so they probably couldn't see a whole lot. Yeah, but... that, that's fair enough. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. So to sum yeah. up 2020, you really don't think you don't have any difference? No. Nah. Well, not, nothing, nothing really. Look, it's been a shit year, but there's obviously nothing we can do about it, so we may yeah. as well just try and make the best of it. Yep. That's true. I you know, like that all, attitude. What are you? What yeah, are we're, you? We're, what are your thoughts on the fact that we both got a PlayStation Five and we just both got let out of lockdown? How do you think those oh, apples dropped? Look, it's fucking <laughs> atrocious. It couldn't come out any earlier. That's all I'm saying. Like literally, like a month earlier would have yeah. been fantastic. Oh no! Tell me about and it. And honestly, no, I, I I take that back because now that I finished school, I can just sit down there for weeks at a time and just play on it. So yeah, that's for me true. Personally, that's it's true. come out at a perfect time. So yeah, well, you're yeah, lucky. It's already preloaded, so everything's ready to go. Ready to demolish some dudes on COD. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad to say you're. Uh, I'm glad to see you're spending your uh, your time uh, productively, and uh, yeah, I'm it. glad that you spent your time here with me. And I've had a good time, mate. And you've answered a few uh-huh. good questions. You've kept it light. You've told yeah. me a few things. You've enlightened me, mate. You've enlightened me <laughs> about the uh, the children of today and how they've uh, battled through. And um, you know what, like. Um, Big shout out to all the kids out there that uh, did go through this shit, because I can't imagine what it would have been like. It would it must have sucked. Um, and uh, also a big shout out to all the teachers out there who have had to organise all this stuff, because I can imagine it wouldn't have been easy for them either. And um, yeah, so it's good to see everyone. Um, you know, they're heading in the right direction now. And yeah, other than that, I'm good. And uh, hope to see everyone next time. And yeah, thanks for coming on, Brody. It's been a pleasure to join you. Has it? Oh, that's. I hope everyone enjoyed that today. I know I did. Um, you know, it's good to get a perspective from um, some of the younger people of the uh, of the world. Um, I know I'm not that old myself, but still, uh, I know things have changed dramatically since I was at high school. And um, yeah, I, I definitely got a lot out of that. There was a lot of stuff there that. You know, I, I'd sort of had to th- think about and I thought, you know, why not ask from the horse's mouth, you know, how, how it felt. So, yeah, really thank big thank you to Brody for coming on and, um, yeah, giving us some of his insights and, uh, yeah, having a bit of a laugh with us all. Um, I think it's really good to, you know, keep this um, keep this pretty, pretty low-key and just, you know, have a chat pretty much. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Brody was telling me before the uh, before the session that um, he's been learning Imagine Dragons believe believer. So I thought, what a we'll uh, run out to that sucker then. So, anyways, take care, everyone. Hope everyone enjoys the next one coming. But they never did, ever lived, ever and flowing, inhibited, livid, till it broke open and rained down.